Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we talk about the word of God and allow it to transform our lives and allow us to think biblically about things happening in our world. I just thought I'd take a minute uh, to update as well on this Nashville shooting. You know, it's um, I like to read the book of Proverbs. And in Proverbs, there's a proverb for the day, meaning there are 31 days in each month, and there are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, 31 days in most months. Some have 30. Of course, February, three times a year, is only 28. And so often, I will read the proverb of the day. I've been doing this now for decades, the proverb of the day. Today is the 29th of March, so the proverb of the day would be Proverbs chapter 29. Yesterday, I found Proverbs chapter 28 to be instructive and interesting related to the Nashville situation, and I just thought I would share a few verses from it that, that um, might help you think of how do, we, how do we connect scriptures to current events and, and current events even in our lives, and the book of Proverbs is just a tremendous, tremendous place, tremendous resource. I always find application and implication to my life or to the world we're living in. Let me just share three Proverbs that I read yesterday that relate. Uh, here, here they are from Proverbs 28, verse 1. The wicked flee when no one is pursuing, but the righteous are bold as a lion. It was a cowardly act to take guns and shoot at children, elementary school children. That was a cowardly act and, and a, of a wicked, wicked person. But Yesterday, if you saw the the police uh, camera, the body cam footage of these police officers in Nashville as they entered that school and went after that shooter, I tell you, if you haven't seen it, I was in tears. I was literally crying at the courage displayed by these men. Just constantly said, go, 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 knowing every second counted. They were protecting lives, running into the, running for the shooter, running towards the fire. That was courage. And indeed, we need courage in our day. And unlike some school shootings where people stay, the police officers have stayed outside, sometimes for an hour or more while, while children are being shot, my goodness, these officers set the standard set the standard from the time they arrived at that school until the time that shooter was down, less than three minutes. They set the standard for courage and taking action. We want to be people of action. The righteous are as bold as a lion. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Brothers and sisters, you and I, if we're righteous in Christ and we're walking uprightly, let's not us be courageous. Let's do in our day and age the danger. And they, they ran into actually bullets. Sometimes our danger, is, we have other danger, criticism, or, or uh, needing to take a stand on something. It might not be popular, but might God give us boldness in every situation, and it comes from being righteous. It comes from being righteous. Next one, those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law strive with them. I've been so bothered, as I'm sure you have been, by some of the media coverage here. And those who, uh, let's, let's understand why this, 
girl went in there and shot people and killed people. Totally innocent people. People had nothing to do with what she was upset about. Let's go in and understand. Let's let's understand. And and maybe those Christians uh, kind of deserve it because you know they're telling people they're wrong. They're rebuking people. They're they're standing against this transgender agenda, whatever. And some of the things I've read on Twitter and some of the news accounts. Oh my goodness, there are people praising the wicked, praising the wicked, while we have victims that haven't even been buried yet praising the wicked. Be careful about our media. Be careful about the news you receive. There, It's already, it's spinning. Get them a washing machine. It's like they're spinning so much. Spinning this news, spinning what's happened, uh, promoting an agenda. This was undoubtedly an act of political terrorism. They're not revealing to us their manifesto yet. They're not telling us exactly the motive, but it's pretty obvious. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what, what was driving this person. And it had to do with the, the, the bill passed that refused in Tennessee that, that uh, uh, made it illegal for doctors, hospitals to mutilate children over this gender, what they call gender affirming care or to give them hormones and drugs that would affect the way they grow up, what they call gender-affirming. This is, this is wicked stuff. And it was outlawed in Tennessee early at the start of this month. And it doesn't take much to figure out that this is what had upset this person. When you read the, the accounts written on Twitter and the things people are saying and the anger on Twitter, that probably stirs them. And might I dare say, uh, words, words can stir up anger in people. Words can motivate people. And we do need to be careful what we say. We need to learn how to stand for what's true, good, and right without encouraging extremism in some people. We must do that. But those who forsake the law, they praise the wicked. Oh my goodness, folks, let's be careful not to be praising wicked people. And when we see it in our media, let's be alert to it. And let's realize that why are people praising a wicked person? Or why are people, let's understand, let's, uh, we can see why she did it. And no, you can't. There is no reason other than it's pure evil or perhaps demon possession or filled with hatred. And we let hatred into our soul. It can cause us to do terrible things. Third verse I was thinking here, Proverbs 28, 7. He who keeps the law is a discerning son. But he was a companion of gluttons, humiliates his father. My heart goes out today to the family of this shooter. From all we know, they were a good family. They were good people. They cared about their children. They, they, they sacrificed to have them in a, in a school where they could be, not learn bad stuff and learn good stuff and, and be raised Christian and so forth. And for some reason, whatever reason, this one person um, rejected all that and went the other way. And uh, that happens. We all know people who've had uh, good parents, loving parents, sacrificial parents, praying parents who've had a child go astray. And sometimes when they sin against the light, they go into great darkness. And this is what happens sometimes. Sometimes on the campus through the years, I've noticed some of my most vicious hecklers were people who were raised in good Christian families. 
And they would be vicious, and they would, they would against the Bible and against me, and I'd talk to them later and find out they were raised, maybe went to a Christian school, maybe homeschooled, maybe uh, raised in church a lot, and a good church, and sometimes I'd know the church, and I'd say, that's a good church. And yet sometimes these kids go astray, and that happens. It happens, and, and we, you know, I'm sure parents are doing some soul-searching right now and sleepless nights and agony and wondering how will they ever show their face in public because they've been shamed, humiliated by the actions of their daughter. And, uh, and so we pray for them, and we, 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 we're concerned for them. Children, might you grow up to bring your parents, might you honor your parents? We talked about this several months ago. You want to have success in life, follow that fifth commandment. Honor your father and mother that it may go well with you. Honor your father and mother that you may live long in the earth. In Ephesians 6, 1, that it may go well with you. It's the first commandment God gave with a promise. And indeed, this is what kids you ought to do. And parents, teach your children this. And, and uh, parents, oh my goodness, our heart goes out to every parent who's struggling. Where do, you, where do you confront them? Where do you love them? How do you keep the doors open? How do you embrace them? How do you accept them? How do you, when do you discipline? It changes at different ages. This was a 28-year-old person. From what I can tell, and I've been doing a lot of research on this. I don't know if you have. From what I can tell, she seemed to have done pretty well in life. And undoubtedly, maybe at college or something, it seems like there was a change in her demeanor, a change in her countenance, from a smile and a happiness to a meanness and a, and a wokeness. And uh, I don't know, we've all known kids who go to college and they go off fine and they come back filled with hatred and bitterness and anger and, and a victim and angry at their parents and on and on and on it goes. So anyway, um, I realize I'm almost out of my time and I haven't even gotten into our lesson this morning on the Sermon on the Mount. And I... Um, and so we'll, we'll maybe just hold that off till tomorrow. And I also will announce that I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing a video where I look into some of this stuff at Nashville. I really do believe it's significant. I really do believe that this was an act of, of murder aimed at, directed towards Christian people from a certain community in which there is an awful lot of anger and hatred. And the hatred is directed towards Christian people. Why? Because we have faith in God. We believe in God. We acknowledge that God doesn't make mistakes in the way he creates us. We acknowledge that we are sinners, and we bring our sinfulness to God, and we ask him, and we repent, and we ask him to change us. We don't, we don't stand our ground, say, if there's a God, he made a mistake, and there's nothing wrong with me, with my mind, with my way of thinking, but, but you know, something wrong with God or something wrong with people who tell me to learn how to accept who God made me to be. And the whole concept of repentance. The Bible teaches that, that rest and peace come through repentance. And indeed, I'm reminded of how Jesus said in Matthew 11, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will give rest for your souls. Brothers and sisters, in the days in which we live, we need to get more than just a good night's sleep. We need to find rest for our souls, and that's a 24-hour thing. 
We live in a very unstable time. We live in a time when the, the access to the news can, can, uh, can upset our souls. And in these times, it's so important to remember that God is who he is. And as we see people rising up against God and rejecting God and fighting against God and fighting often against uh, fighting with ideas, and sometimes, as we see here recently, even with violence, against those who love God and follow God and stand in God's truth. It's very easy to have an unsettled soul, and it's very easy to respond in kind. Remember, we believe Romans chapter 12, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We are not people who fight fire with fire. We fight with God's weapons of prayer, love, faith, the truth of God. And we leave the results with him. We stand firm. We declare his truth. We pray fervently. We love people. And then we, we leave, that, leave the rest in God's hands. It's what we need to do. Let's go ahead and pray if we could. Father in heaven, we pray today. We pray, I pray for people on this call that we would be as bold as lions. We thank you today even for the law enforcement that we saw this week that were so courageous and so fast acting, and with no concern for their own life to save the lives of innocent people. Oh, Lord, we're often not saving people who are being shot at by bullets, but teach us how to save people who are being shot at by ideas, ideas and and lies that destroy the soul and destroy the mind and drive a wedge between them and you. Oh, Father, how we pray today that we would have courage as bold as a lion. We pray we would strive with those who forsake the law, and we would strive by fighting with your word, your truth, your gospel. Help us to have the courage to stand for what's good, true, and right at all times. Teach us how to do it, Lord. In a time when standing for what's true is is accused of being hateful, teach us, Lord, how to stand firm in genuine love. And such a love that we would know that even if we are falsely accused, we are right in your eyes. You're our ultimate rewarder, your strength. You are our refuge. You're our tower of, of refuge to whom we run and find protection. We love you, Lord. We pray today again for these suffering families in Nashville. I pray, Lord, for every one of them that, had, that suffered loss. Every family that had a friend or a family member who was lost, uh, a fellow student, oh God, help these poor children, help the families, help the community to find comfort. I think of how you said in, in, uh, in the Sermon on the Mount here, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Oh God, we ask you to bring comfort that no human is even capable of doing. Bring comfort to their souls and rest to their souls, we pray. And we ask for peace in our land. And we know there are people, Lord, rising up in anger and hatred against you and your truths and your standard. And there's a deep bitterness within them. And, oh, Father, we, we know that nothing can solve it ultimately except the salvation of Jesus Christ. And so we pray, Lord, for your mercy and compassion that, that you would give people salvation and forgiveness in place of hatred and bitterness. Your God, your arm is not so short that it cannot save. And so we pray for this salvation. Help us in these days to navigate these days with wisdom, truth, grace, love, and faith. We pray it 
and boldness. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, folks, so glad you are along with me today. Again, we didn't get to our main subject. We'll get to that hopefully tomorrow. I think this is an important topic and worth taking a little detour on. God bless you. Thanks for joining me. And uh, we come here every day, so I'll see you tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. live, or you can watch later in the day, or even just listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Listen to the podcast. Just search for Tom the Preacher. I love you guys. Be strong, be bold, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.